Hey everyone, Nadine here. I just wanted to mention off the top of the pod that this episode was recorded and edited before we released our last episode. Um, Since then, we've received a lot of feedback that we are going to address in our next recording. Um, Yeah, so we just wanted to make clear that we fully believe in public accountability and transparency on this podcast. So just wanted to mention that uh, before we get into the episode. I'm Nadine. And I'm Chrissy. And you're listening to Side Hugs, your unofficial Duggar Snark podcast to help you help us feel better about talking shit about a weird ass family. So this episode, we are breaking down the after show finale to uh, season five of Counting On. They had never done anything like this before, and I don't think they've ever done anything like it since. And we do have some theories as to why that we'll get into. So yeah, basically, they are just reviewing clips from the past season, playing stupid little, like, newlywed games, and, um, yeah, we'll see if we can um, we can sort through all of the <laughs> fucking bland, canned interview answers that they're so yeah. well-trained in to parse out the real tea for y'all. <laughs> uh, yeah, for those who've never watched it, it's basically like a reunion episode. Yeah. And uh, the host was Daphne Oz, who... Have you ever heard of her before? No, I... I just assumed because of her last name, she was someone. And yeah, so she's Dr. Oz's daughter. No way. Yes. That's Dr. Oz's daughter? Yes. And she was she was once uh, on the, sh- the like the show The Chew. It's like one of those daytime oh, like talk goodness. show cooking shows. Yeah. But that's all I know about her. I, I actually, know. I'm surprised to hear that because she really did like try to make it seem like she was just like a cute Mm-hmm. In it, like, harmless, fundy mom who, like, you know, know. Um, obviously she's, like, a daughter celebrity who she yeah. mentioned, like, was based in New York, which is probably super worldly and, like, understands that these people are psychotic, like. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm kind of impressed good for her for, like, putting on a good show, uh, teasing her hair into those, like, nasty barrel curls <laughs> that are so popular yeah. in that area. Wow. <laughs> good for Daphne Oz. I'm, like, maybe she was hoping it would be a regular thing for her. I know somebody, the same person does the 90 day fiance reunions on TLC all the time. So maybe Daphne it could have been, but obviously, yeah. Oh, somebody else does those. Oh, so maybe okay. like Daphne Oz was hoping this would turn into a regular yeah. thing, which it did not. <laughs> Trying to break in. Um, overall though, or solid use of nepotism. To, <laughs> she wasn't bad. I, I just feel like she really was on our side in terms of trying to get something juicy. Yeah. Out of them. She did what she could with whatever rules I'm sure yeah. were set forth by like Jim, Bob and Michelle beforehand. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Like she, she asked the right questions. So she tried to get the juicy answers. I'm just, I'm going to stalk her briefly on Instagram. Cause I'm sure she's like, <laughs> yeah okay sure she like poses in bikinis and like there's okay, no part so. of her that actually wears that frumpy she was like wearing like this like frumpy cardigan and um oh yeah no over a floral dress like that's not her All those appearances only yeah she's a a normie <laughs> a heathen normie okay so first of all we should clarify these were two episodes and they were each 45 minutes long Mm-hmm. there was a lot to sift through in terms of like dead air yeah. and like blank stares and really inarticulate kind of like yeah also filler material for sure so much filler. um yeah yeah and a lot of them just like watching again the old clips so i think that the best way to go into mm-hmm. this is like 
Okay. Having that all fresh in our brains, all what that like 90 minutes of fluff and mm-hmm. madness. Um, what are your like biggest like takeaways from the app? Like, let me just go over really quick what season five like entails. Oh, yeah. Just for yeah. people to have a refresher of that. Okay. So yeah. season five included Joy's engagement and wedding, Joy and Austin flipping houses together, Ginger and Jeremy like settling in in Laredo, Jill and Derek getting ready for their second birth and Spurgeon's first birthday. I mean, there wasn't a, to- there wasn't a lot. The whole season was only eight episodes, including these, this two episode after show. So there's only yeah. six real episodes of the season. Okay. Yeah. So I'm saying it's so weird because like we said, season or episode one of season five is choice mm-hmm. one and then the season is them courting they have the after show and mm-hmm. then season six is like her wedding again like they end it with her wedding yeah it's so weird i'm gonna say it's like it's true yeah. it's like the exact same footage twice just like bookending right. two different seasons so instead of just going scene by scene and like boring everybody with the exact events of the after show, we could um we could go into our takeaways. Yeah, that'd be good. And kind okay. of elaborate our almost baseless, like wild speculations that sure. we're gonna take and run with because mm-hmm. um, that's what we do on this pod, and that's the whole point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay. So my first big. Yeah, my big takeaway, my big, uh, the the thing that stood out to me a lot in the after show was that I really think, okay, Joy and Austin are happy together, but I think that she would have been a lot happier not having kids right away. And there's a couple reasons for this, which I will get into, Mm -hmm. but there's some evidence in the after show. My next big takeaway or theory is that, I guess, or just opinion is that Jessa has this need for the image she portrays. Not necessarily, like, perfect, but it's just everything's a little bit more calculated. And so it's so weird that Ben, of all people, is her spouse. Because he says weird, cringy things all the time. (laughs) Um, I mean, we've all seen it, yeah. Okay, and then my last big thing, which I think we all agree, but there's, there's a few things in the after show that point to this even further so like it has to be called out that i think we can say for certain after watching this that everyone gets married quickly because they are horny okay yeah <laughs> yeah case close yeah. daphne oz got them on the record all of the right no. okay wait that's so interesting okay wait here are like my wild speculations from these yes 90 minutes of fluff ben okay. is depressed <laughs> ben is mm-hmm. absolutely depressed second jeremy and ginger are going to get a divorce and if they don't i will personally write you a check for 25 Shit. american dollars 100 that's fired that's a big theory <laughs> 100 <laughs> american dollars from nadine okay. to chrissy if they get to- no wait i don't know how bets work <laughs> somebody owes somebody money i'm collecting some money <laughs> um, <laughs> 
they're getting divorced. It's just, it's happening. Um, okay, okay. And then obviously, Joy and Austin are in it for the long haul. For sure. Turns out knowing your spouse before marriage helps. Right. <laughs> who'd who'd yeah. have thought? Hmm, wow. um, and then last, okay, I wrote down the exact same thing, or like, okay. I, I noticed the exact same thing that you mentioned about Jess okay. and Ben that like she has this incredibly tightly controlled image that she yes. works so tirelessly to portray and then yes. threatens to unravel all of it like oh, it's for sure. crazy there, there have been times even like in the show where you see her give him a look or just look or she does her little like <laughs> little the uncomfortable looks laugh speaking yeah. volumes yes. oh, volumes sure. like honestly it could be yes. like the, the basis of like a psychological thriller about oh, having to keep sweet yeah. <laughs> um, because yeah. there were some very there were some pointed um looks oh, some absolutely. very passive aggressive giggles <laughs> and, yes, uh, yeah <laughs> yeah can you imagine like being married to someone who's like <laughs> you know that you're gonna get an earful later on the car home I by know. the way they giggle at you like <laughs> yes yes Oh that's god, that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely interesting to uh to Absolutely. get a look at. The the one that I have the least evidence for is Ben's depression and honestly, I can just go on this now. Literally yeah. the only thread of evidence I have for this is he looks like he's like on the verge of tears throughout the entire episode. I mean, either on the verge of tears or just like completely zoning out. Like and and everyone's seen this in general too where he just like <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on half the time i have never really understood the joke about like of, of ben being some major stoner but mm-hmm. like maybe what people are perceiving is just d- the depression <laughs> in terms of like, like the blank stares the watery eyes just like and, a like, disassociation yeah so it's yeah. either he's a major stoner or he's dealing with some like i don't know who knows but yeah, um, i mean it could go either way well yeah there's even this one point actually this is a good point for the depression theory and, and also I mean for the de- okay so the depression slash stoner slash yeah. red watery eyes yes okay so near the end of the show they're playing like a newlywed type game and there's a question about someone's hidden talent and jessa mentions ben's hidden talent being playing spanish guitar and he literally <laughs> looks at her like what? what like he has no <laughs> yeah he has no idea what she's talking about and he he even kind of says under his breath like oh i used to play that when i was like x age and it's like so uncomfortable because it's like she wanted to name something that to make him sound so great make him sound like cultured and just yeah. and he's just like i have no idea what the fuck you're talking about and I mean, both of the unfounded theories that we proposed, um, yeah. they both affect memory and cognition. So this there's something there. Um, no, but I think, no, I finally understand this joke about Ben being like yeah. a big stoner. No, I don't think anybody's actually serious about it. Like, no. I, like, do, like, there's no part of me that even that like remotely gets high. That. No, hell no. At all. Honestly, I'm more inclined to believe that like Jeremy is slipping himself gummies like after church just because he's gummies. in California and he can. Yeah, yeah. The lifestyle. Also, maybe it um is part of his like foodie aesthetic that he's trying oh, to God. Um Yes. Do you remember that period where every week he'd be like foodie life and every day yeah. it'd be like a different fast food option in California and I'm like mm-hmm. I don't think that's what that word means. I know. It's like he was trying to find himself on social media and figure out what kind of influencer slash yeah. personality he was. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I think he's decided now on um it's gotten so much worse. It's like he doesn't do the foodie shit anymore, but I honestly kind of wish that he was still doing that because now it's like worse. All these like candid but not candid shots of him with very thoughtful captions. It's that. It is uh-huh. the Instagram stories of like journals and notebooks that cost upwards of thirty dollars and pens that are like a hundred dollars. And then the most egregious offense of all was that post of him in a suit on a moped, like holding a cup of coffee. And I was like, Okay, stop. Like and stop it. Please stop. Too many things. You're oh like God. it's the mo- it was like the most own deaf fucking yeah. And did you ever hear like the theory that he posts pictures purposely where he looks good and Ginger doesn't look so good? <laughs> Sad. Yeah, I don't even think that's like a, a wild out there. Yeah, right, right, right. That's just, that's just how it is. What's occurring, yeah. Sadly, yes. Just really quick, this has nothing to do with the after show. I have to mention this because I just recently saw this. We've talked about and people know about, you know, the rumors of issues in their marriage and needing to hire a nanny, allegedly. And the most recent photo that I saw on his Instagram was um, Jeremy out golfing. So that, that's a good time. Wait, that's so weird because remember for their bachelor party, he took all the guys golfing and they, I think they showed some clips in these episodes. He was like notoriously, humiliatingly awful at it. Yeah. But you know, it's the image. Yeah. He went out uh-huh. in the whole fucking like caddy get up. Like, yep. Oh he yeah. He never set foot on a golf course, but of course he had all the like, mm-hmm. he had like hit up a, a nice men's haberdashery in his area, you know? <laughs> yeah what a tool god for sure but if you're listening come on the pod (laughs) (laughs) all right this is my joy theory or my joy takeaway Mm. i have i have a couple pieces of evidence from the after show to prove this Mm. so joy was what 20 when she got married started having kids soon after obviously that's how it goes but my takeaway from this is that she would have been a lot happier not having kids right away for a couple of reasons according to the after show so there's one point where jessa's talking about the birth of her most recent or i think both of the births of the boys and (laughs) just like how traumatic they seemed and and the host asked the other Duggar daughters, Ginger and Joy, how that makes them feel to give birth themselves, um, because neither of them have kids at this point. And Joy immediately says that it makes her scared and terrified. And that's like such a real answer and so legitimate. Right after she says that, Austin kind of interjects to say that that it would still be a blessing, it's still worth it, etc., which is more mm-hmm. of the stock answer that you expect. But it was so nice to hear Joy's more genuine answer. And it's just it's not even like a hot take. It's just so, so accurate. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And then another point in the after show, Jim Bob and Michelle come on and Jim Bob talks about what he thinks is coming up next in the next year or so for all the kids. And he looks at Joy and Austin and, and mentions the idea of them having a baby soon. And immediately Joy says, what about Ginger and Jeremy? Since they are also like newlyweds. And she says it with a smile. And so it's like, meant to be lighthearted but it's so like i mean it is like what about them like why do i have to have a baby right now like immediately trying to deflect attention away from like their Mm -hmm. appropriative uh plans for the future oh for sure that's like that's interesting i okay i did notice that moment but yeah i mean i definitely see how i'm sure joy was scared and it could have been but like what stuck out to me the most is like jim bob literally like has never met ginger in his life like does not know who this child is like as soon as she moved away like completely like (laughs) 
had this like retroactive amnesia about this child (laughs) like he it is so odd that like again there's only been like a couple other instances but like when they came back for grandma mary's funeral Mm -hmm. do you remember that scene where he says bye to jeremy and ginger no okay it's like a solid like 25 seconds of them you know like saying goodbye and and saying like we're gonna miss you he goes up to jeremy who's holding felicity and is like and you make sure to take care of and he like is waving her arm back and forth and he's just like and it's just like dead silence while he's like um this one for me yeah (laughs) i do remember that there was another instance when the producers like I mean, Jim, Bob, and Michelle were both integrated back onto Counting On, mm-hmm. and the producers asked them to name all the grandkids, and the only one that they could not remember for the life of them was Prop, <laughs> was Felicity. Oh Ginger's the forgotten daughter, yep. Because she had been married at this point for seven months, and like, mm-hmm. I, I really do think that they were using birth control. Like, obviously- yeah. Because she was she was the longest to not have a baby or until they had their first kid, right? Definitely the longest, yeah. but it's also just sad that they were the only couple to reach their first anniversary without a kid. I know. <laughs> I know. Insanity. Joy was like she was like very real. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it, it's like the case that she's the only one that has a personality to display or she's the only one who displayed her personality. <laughs> Honestly, with this family, it's a toss up. <laughs> I don't know if like her quote unquote tomboyness or her interest in you know outdoors things if that's like her personality but i would say like in general she has shown outward interest in so many more things than her siblings than her sisters and I, yeah, I think that maybe like necessarily coincides with like a pointed disinterest in trying to cultivate this like fake image that like she knows is yeah. fake. It's just, it doesn't right. seem like she really has the patience for it. Yeah, I would Which agree I appreciate. Mm-hmm, for sure. We should also know the absence of Derek. Oh, yes. And Miss Jilly Muffin. Yes. They explain it by saying she's getting ready to have her second baby, right? Yeah. I guess she was, like, about to pop the thumbs. This is really all, like, right before it went to shit with them. Yeah. Because that was the very, that was the traumatic birth, right? And then they were on, like, yeah, that they were not on the show afterward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's wild. Like, was there, could there have already been issues going on? Yeah, I I think there definitely were, because... At this point, Derek was already popping off about okay. Jazz Jennings on Twitter, which is like... <laughs> right, that's true. Okay, so then... Literally embarrassing for him to bully a child on him yeah. publicly on Instagram. Oh, God, I know. Um, And then just, like, the birth was just the catalyst, and they just... Yeah, and they never... There's that's some so speculation that Sam's birth was actually filmed, but, like, it okay. was so bad that they couldn't air it. And, again, there's little to no actual yeah, yeah. evidence of this, but... So bad, like, so awful, so scary? Well, allege- people allege that mm-hmm. there might have been complications that were potentially mishandled, like, pretty okay badly mm-hmm. obviously this family has a history of making very poor medical decisions around birth and birthing like pretty yeah. risky decisions so i don't know i've just like online seen kind of questions raised about like maybe i don't know it was like a risky birth and it didn't go well mm-hmm. like Sam ended up in the nicu for several weeks yeah. something definitely happened and maybe that they didn't want to air it because of that reason like because it would have been too clearly like evidence of poor decision making right with uh all of their birthing choices yeah okay 
I could see that. It, I feel like this is one of those like mysteries in the Duggar world that I, I do really want to, it's like one of the top things that I know I want to know, like what actually happened. Cause they've never publicly spoken about, no. like, they never said like the actual reason that Sam was in the NICU. And it's so weird too, because of all the, the Q and A's that Jill and Derek do on Instagram and how they are a little bit more forthcoming with stuff about themselves now that nothing like that has ever come out. Yeah. I'm sure on purpose, like, roast me to hell for this but like okay objectively having an infant in the NICU it sounds like a harrowing traumatic horrible mm-hmm. experience like right we were like literally I, ca- I can't imagine it must have been like truly like so awful yeah to like actually separated from the baby that you just gave birth to from I know and like that must be I don't know yeah I can't imagine do you want to get into your ginger and jeremy divorce theory (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) ginger and jeremy okay this is this is a serious theory it's kind of serious like only because i (laughs) okay when 2012 take you back i was what like a child in high school or whatever when kim kardashian and what's his face chris humphrey's divorce Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I was, like, fascinated by this, and there were so yeah. many. I remember, like, okay, it was it was definitely, like, a pastime of mine to, like, go to Costco with my mother, pick up a magazine while she browsed for, like, an hour and, like, grocery shopped, and, like, I would just, like, rip through all these tabloids about, like, why their marriage had gone south. Yeah. Um, and I remember, like, a bunch of, like, <laughs> this is actually where I learned. This is, I feel like, where most of my ideas about marriage and relationships have come from. It's, <laughs> like, that period where I was, like, really engrossed in this. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember a lot of like expert interviews with like psychologists Mm -hmm. who said and this is stuck with me that the number one indicator of divorce for a couple is contempt like whether couples show contempt for each other in their relationship particularly when they're in public and um there there's some there's a lot of contempt (laughs) i feel in that relationship coming from one person and being really sharply directed toward the other Uh and it seems unilateral and it honestly it makes me uncomfortable and it seems really sad but like i think it's there like this okay i just caught not the most and it wasn't distracting i definitely have seen it in other clips maybe where it's been more pronounced but like there's a clear pattern of like eye rolling of Mm -hmm. jeremy completely ignoring what Ginger's saying of like her trying to extend some like display of affection or like trying to make it seem like they have an inside joke and him mm. not only giving her absolutely nothing but being like kind of like dismissive oh, of them the other. God. I know <laughs> it's like, not a fun theory it's like depressing uh, I feel like just before I get into the evidence like, do you see that like can you yeah you do no I do I do but like we've also said that Jeremy needs somebody who who hangs on him like that. I feel like he likes that. Well, yeah, that's the other side of the coin that like, yeah. I, I do feel like from everything that we've seen, it does seem like he has a personality that requires a lot of validation. And maybe he shitty as it may be like likes having somebody like that who mm-hmm. who he feels so like superior towards and right. like, can be dismissive of. But that's not the validation of like a lasting no for sure oh absolutely now that i've said all of that fuck let me see if i can actually find what i'm um all right i have three maybe like potential points of maybe evidence for this that took place in the little like couple games that they played at the end okay yeah. so um i think we kind of explained it but what they did like our friend um 
nepotism queen Daphne Oz <laughs> passed yeah. out little um, whiteboards to all the couples with the markers and asked some questions and then had everybody like compare their answers. And there were three different questions that were asked that like when Jeremy and uh, Ginger like revealed their mm-hmm. boards, I like literally like gasped out loud for this one. So okay. So Daphne asked like, okay, what is your, she asked all the couples, like, what is your partner's pet name for you? And mm-hmm. they all kind of like got it right. And it was like pretty run of the mill answers, like ranging from like babe to lovey to like mm-hmm. babes, you know, obviously Ginger is notorious for <laughs> overusing the word babe, babe. like whenever she's talk- like yep. in a way that's like so fucking performative, grading, annoying, like whatever, mm-hmm. like we've talked about it like she sounds like a teenager out of twilight yeah yes somebody nursing a first crush over yeah, it's like it's a meme like it's so bad <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is a meme. Uh-huh. yeah and so when daphne's like okay yeah what is your spouse's pet name for you ginger writes like babe babe baby jeremy turns around his whiteboard it's a b followed by like 50 the board is covered in a's like top to bottom (gasps) all different sizes and then at the very end like babe like he took the time to literally cover his whiteboard in different sized a's because (laughs) we know like we know what that sound is yes like (laughs) in every different like iteration and kind of like it was all reflected on that whiteboard and here's the thing he is giving us nothing like completely stoic uh-huh. and just like looking up at him wrinkling her nose <laughs> yeah i do that like it's so cute <sighs> there's just such like insane disconnect yes. she obviously thinks that she's doing something like adorable and loving it because it is a show of affection and yeah like, low-key like makes fun of her for making being fun of her oh my god i'm just like my mouth keeps hanging open i'm just oh god it's so sad it's so fucking sad it is so sad because it's true but like obviously we know i we know what he's doing but we're also not married to her (laughs) like yeah i know but we have no obligation Mm -hmm. to receive her displays of affection with like graciousness that's not our job that's literally his you know right right oh god and honestly that okay that's like a short story right there (laughs) Just yeah, like, yeah. Giving love and like affection and in whatever way they know how, and then their partner being like, "This is annoying and embarrassing." Uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh-huh. um, which, like, again, it. I find it personally annoying and embarrassing. I just think that they are like not a perfect match. You know? Yeah, and like, like you said, like yeah, I think it's really fucking annoying. But we're on the outside looking in. But my spouse, if there was something I called him, and then he sort of made fun of me or, or like used it against me to oh, make a joke at my expense, almost like that's fucked up. It seemed like the ribbing part of it or the the whiff of mean spiritness to it kind of went over Ginger's head, which like Mm -hmm. would have been uncomfortable if it was like, (laughs) you know, it hadn't, but I'm sure like they've been married now for years. I don't, I can't imagine that like this has gone completely unnoticed by her. Right. No way. Anyway. So everybody else gave like good answers. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. And anybody else was, um, it was like love, lovey, babe. Yeah. Mm. That's whatever. and the other one and this also just shows the disparity in Mm -hmm. how they think about each other like relate to one another within the relationship so the question for this one is i wish my spouse would stop blank and then they're supposed to like fill in the blank so after like a minute of like thinking really hard (laughs) like you could tell ginger's kind of strange she turns around her board and she's really pleased with herself that it's completely blank like clearly 
wanting to signal like there's nothing that I would want to change about my dear hubby like yeah 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 perfect just the way he is and um <laughs> Jeremy's it's really it's just like not a low blow but it's a pretty deep and accurate cut which is yeah I wish my spouse would stop doubting herself yes and he immediately feels so bad she looks like a little bit hurt maybe because yeah she just seems like an insecure girl a lot of the times and like mm-hmm. <laughs> putting that out maybe is not what she expected him to do on national television right yeah like don't call her out like that it just seems like she okay here's the problem i feel like she seems like somebody who needs a lot of positive validation and positive mm-hmm. reinforcement and he seems like a person to be like withholding about that shit <laughs> yeah and i get it because i'm needy af and that's why i don't uh-huh. really <laughs> friends who deny me um yeah, <laughs> yeah. and validation when necessary no i'm like totally the same way um i was joking actually i was joking with somebody recently and i was like yeah i'm taking friendship applications and i was like just let you know like i'm very needy i get jealous all the time but you know there are some perks so like i <laughs> yeah and it's good yeah. to yeah it's exactly it's not a character flaw it's just like equality that yeah ideally should be attended to and like addressed mm-hmm. in a healthy way so there was that the third and last thing they talk about what was the hardest part we'll we'll then dive into the horniness aspect of this yes because i want to get into that yeah yeah, yeah for sure okay. so the question is what would your husband say was the most difficult part of courting every yes. single person says no physical contact mm-hmm. everybody is like in a, in a way is like not getting physical not being able to like hug not be able yes. to no affection physically and um <laughs> jeremy turns around his board and he says not having any time alone in person and okay on first glance that does sound like physical contact but on second there's a lot of regret wrapped up in that answer like not getting to know the real ginger before i married her (laughs) like not and it's like not having a shred of alone time you know in person like fucking big deal and it also lets us know that like i mean i feel like it's so obvious that oftentimes it goes without saying but jeremy was not a man overwhelmed with lust for his new bride for like a lot of different reasons but unlike every other couple who did get married Mm -hmm. i never saw any like no and like (laughs) i guess so in a way you could chalk that up to he wasn't he wasn't a virgin there wasn't a lifetime of (laughs) build-up physically and mentally to this i mean yeah he hadn't he didn't do anything with ginger but you know he this guy fucks so (laughs) also i'm literally i'm not including this because that's disgusting but like he also seems like a rational level-headed person in that like he thinks that like masturbation is like like a medical physical thing that yeah i can see that and not like not like a disgusting yes or like Mm -hmm. on one's soul you know i'm sure he's like oh it's a physical need that needs to be addressed like pooping or (laughs) like i don't know <laughs> Which, yeah, I can see that. I think that's a healthier way to think about it, even though that's still kind of not, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so then he didn't have the same, like, I, I don't know any other word, but like, just he wasn't super fucking horny like everybody else for their significant other leading up to their wedding. Yeah, and I think that in a in such a like closed loop society like this, where like it's so obviously anomalous, like I think it could make you feel really insecure if if everybody else is literally foaming at the mouth to like touch right. their spouse any capacity like mm-hmm. hand on your shoulder you know and he's like yeah fearless. yeah yeah <laughs> this is kind of, this is the most 
shaky piece of you know thing but yeah. i feel like i could see in his eyes that he just wished he could have talked to his wife oh, without another person present before they committed to a lifetime of togetherness and you and like that's not asking a lot <laughs> that's asking no. little to nothing like yeah. that's like the bare minimum. literally For knowing sure. the person you're getting married to mm-hmm. and i don't think that that happened <laughs> those are good really good fucking points from okay. this yeah <laughs> They're there. They're, I feel like if we... From this... You got that from this alone. So think about all the other potential evidence to support that, like, yeah. out there. Yeah. This also why I was so good at English essays, because I could absolutely make everything <laughs> out of nothing. And right. teachers ate it the fuck up. Like, <laughs> right. um, but I don't think it's nothing. And I think you're right that these are sort of hints and shades of patterns that we've observed like Mm -hmm. other episodes other scenes and other interactions you know i'm sure honestly if either of us sat down and i wouldn't and i wouldn't wish this on you or me or my family or my enemies (laughs) but if we listen to their podcast in its entirety like there'd be a lot to snark on oh yeah i mean just the little bits that i've heard or that i've seen people highlight it's just the same kind of behavior from him towards her where it's ribbing and teasing it's it's in a way that gives him plausible deniability that he could say or insist that it wasn't malicious or mean but that you see it enough you could tell yeah that's the thing like and we definitely do see it enough like we're pretty keen-eyed observers of a lot of (laughs) this these shenanigans you know i'd say it's so unfortunate because like for ginger this is her husband this is this is all she gets and this is all she's ever known yeah honestly that gives me like so much i'm feeling like a bodily sense of like claustrophobia and anxiety To be yeah. staring down the barrel of another fucking 60 years with a person who doesn't really like you that much. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, maybe they, they should take time <laughs> off their pod. <laughs> well, you know, they might not like each other, but everybody else was really trying to fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah. Bringing me to my most important takeaway from this is that we can say for certain that yes. everybody gets married so fast because they are all caps horny horny Horny. you know we all assume this to be true just with the way everybody's you know ginger jeremy not included but with the way most of the couples are as touchy-feely as they possibly can be Mm -hmm. or as much as they look like they want to kiss so badly during their courtship and engagement um at one point in the after show jessa kind of admits that they have short engagements for sex. I mean, she doesn't say that in so many words, obviously, but she does say that once they know they're getting married and that means they're going to cross a physical boundary, then they get ready for fast engagements. Yeah. So, and, and you brought up how everybody talked about the most difficult part of courting and everybody, almost everybody says no physical contact. Ben even says literally, quote, not getting physical. Maybe that's why they never did another, um, <laughs> after season show because Jim Bob was like no there's too much there's we were giving them too much to go off we need to like, I know. we need to maintain the polite fiction that this is about like honoring god and like right. we really want to be married you know i know like as far as the duggars go like these were like saucy answers yeah sure. yeah yeah and i think that's like yeah maybe why we don't get them anymore and also why i'm giving props to lomas daphne for for <laughs> i guess pulling I mean, it out of them like yeah she got the, something you know. like she 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 even asked has anybody ever broken any courtship rules and they say no uh-huh but she literally points out a clip where they're clearly breaking courtship rules yeah. and they're like oh yeah except for that time <laughs> like okay 
I yeah, know. I feel like she was not um, ready to let them get away so easily with these like little answers. Yeah. But she specifically shows the clip of, and we, we have talked about it before, like you and I, like we've noted every time they get engaged, there is a full frontal hug, which is yeah. like, obviously a scandal but obviously like so fine (laughs) yeah exactly Um, but they show the clip of like right after joy and austin get engaged she like barrels into his body Mm -hmm. and doesn't really side hug like it's not a side hug oh yeah joy even says that when he proposed she thought they were completely alone in the woods there we go so oh shit so they must have been alone before this see this is why people thought that um they had a shotgun wedding that was that was like a very popular rumor at the time of their marriage like people were convinced god and i think it was like kind of mean because it was mostly because she showed really really early and she had a very large belly like she carried yeah yeah large. um so it's kind of fucked up in that regard <laughs> yeah i do remember people literally like counting days and weeks and like trying to figure it out i think that the evidence showed that it couldn't have been um but it was like super close like conceived on the honeymoon exactly or some shit like that for sure yeah, yeah. but um, like as we you have noted before like far and away the horniest couple, like even here yeah she's sitting on his lap she's making out with him at, at this after show like i know that it's disgusting but it's just like it's just nice to see it in the context of such a repressed touch mm-hmm. family you know sure for sure yeah, no, they were all over each other. That that sitting on their lap, I think it was like between yeah. tapes. She was like bouncing up and down on his <laughs> dick, <laughs> like, and she was talking to somebody else, and she was like, "What are you guys laughing at? Like, what's so oh funny? my god." <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it was so strange. It was like again disgusting. Like I right. never knew that any other c- circumstance, I'd be like, go to jail. <laughs> like, and I'm an abolitionist. <laughs> yeah, I maybe Joy. Don't you think she kind of gets like a little kick out of like ribbing on people? And um, yeah, I can see that. A little spunkier in that sense. Okay, so we kind of touched on Jess's quote-unquote image and Ben totally ruining that unknowingly every chance he gets. And there was another time in the after show where he does that. So this is part of the game, the newlywed type game, and the host is asking everyone about the most memorable part of the honeymoon, which, you know, is obviously the fucking. Ginger says being alone with Jeremy... Uh, or, you know, um, Jeremy says the evening. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah. Um, Austin and Joy being alone. Jessa says Rome, which is where they went on a honeymoon. And Ben says not having a chaperone. This isn't, I don't think, the first time in this little game where Jessa tries to cheat. She gets mad at Ben because she tried to kind of like, um, Ooch him. Yeah. And have him guess the same thing. And she, looks so annoyed and he looks so like little kid caught yeah yeah it, it was exactly that it was like a mother being like that's not what we talked yeah. about in the car yeah. you know yes. yeah. time, her smiling and being like like through gritting like that's you know but like you said like she explicitly stated we talked about this beforehand. We said that if this answer would come up, I told him to put down Rome, that I was going to yeah. put down Rome. Yeah. And here's the other, the, the thing about like the facade is like, Jess is clearly a private person. She's a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Um, she's clear, <laughs> but she's like, from what we've seen also somebody who likes to play things kind of close to the chest. And I don't think that it is her inclination to be like, yeah, we want it, you know, like, yeah, I love to mm-hmm. fuck my husband on our Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> she's like, 
bit more reserved about that. Well, and she's, I could see she's someone who is like, everyone's going to say that. So let's say this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. And yeah. like, again, the competitiveness, like making sure that like mm-hmm. we're going to get a positive answer. Unlike Jeremy, Ben doesn't act this way to take a dig at her, yeah. like secretly. He just d- doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And that's. Oh. And and so like it's like so in one way okay it's not strange that Jess and Ben ended up together because having Jess with another strong personality probably wouldn't work like she needs somebody like him to for lack of a better phrase like boss around be in charge of whatever yeah. but then it's like so weird because like we said she has this perfect not perfect but just this particular image and his actions totally mess that up at every turn she thinks strategically like i think that yes very calculated and ben is like i thought we were gonna you know i thought we were telling the truth like i I just i was trying to tell the truth you know and it's such a like neither of them are wrong but it's such a like different orientation towards cultivating a public image and like how to interact on camera like they have different approaches and it's evident obviously in this little exchange the other part where we also see Jessa absolutely like straining to maintain like a smile on her face and and Ben revealing too much is when they talk about like he goes into this whole thing about her weight and I did feel really bad for her because I feel like no woman really wants that discussed on like national television. This is another thing where he's saying something he doesn't realize like how he's he's guileless like he doesn't really yes. he's like there's no part of him that like ha- maybe okay in like freudian terms he like hasn't developed this like overriding like oh no i'm cutting this but like you know what i mean like the super yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe i shouldn't say that like maybe that's not something that's um he there is something so fucking like pure and childlike about him where he literally right. is just like, speaking what's on his mind and I the know. truth in a very like loving and sensitive way but i i just feel like he lacks that awareness of like we're on camera Mm-hmm. It's not like our. We're not talking to like our friend or our pastor. Yeah, we're talking to a stranger who's going to broadcast this to other strangers. Mm-hmm. I appreciate again. Like I love the mess, but um, yeah, for sure. If I was married to him, I'd be like, shut your fucking face before like <laughs> I'm you out of this place by your ear. Right. What is the question? It's like that she asks. It's oh oh. This is the same question. I wish my spouse would stop blank. Uh huh. Says, I wish my spouse would stop like getting down about her weight. And yeah, she was just like, her death stare would stop me cold in my job. Yeah. Because this is like soon after she had a baby. So, yeah. like, and she's not like overweight by any stretch of the imagination. No, ben, um, ben goes on to reveal, he keeps going. Stop yeah. talking, Ben. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, just all the time. She's like, I'm so overweight. I'm so fat. And I oh, wish my. I was thinner. Or like, I wish I want to yeah, get back. Yeah baby body and i'm like <laughs> i would just like, be so mortified like, you don't have to be so honest like just stop <laughs> like and also like we get it Ben. like yeah. no one's yeah nobody's like nobody's like wait what like people feel insecure about their bodies after a shot I know, you know right, no right. it's like he goes so far mm-hmm. out of his way to over explain what's happening and mm-hmm. and jessa like she almost cracks but she of course doesn't no I feel like we see in, in the moment, like her, like reacting, like stopping that reaction, and then like yeah. 
expecting it deep down. And she's really good at that. I'm impressed, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Same. Oh, for sure. And um, I did. Okay, I felt <laughs> I felt kind of bad for her. Felt bad for her. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as a human to another human. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, like to her credit, she is like, God, fuck. I'm just impressed. Honestly, she just is like, she comes off as despite all of that, which she clearly wasn't expecting and didn't like welcome. Yeah. She still remained like relatively unruffled. She, she like very calmly talked about like, yeah, like she's, she kind of like goes into it. She's like, I'm like seven pounds away from my gold goal weight. And like, yeah. Yeah. If my, if my husband did something like that, I would just be like pouting with the meanest fucking bitch face for the rest <laughs> of the evening. Like I'm sure I've done that. Yeah, exactly. I certainly would yeah. not be able to volley it into like another. No way. Perfect little response for the camera. About- yeah. Oh yeah. And my mm-hmm. other like, thought about this is like ben doesn't seem like someone who needs to stop doing a lot he he i feel like he more seems like somebody who needs to like start doing a little doing bit more, more. <laughs> yeah like in terms of in terms of like as a husband as a father i mean i don't want to project that yes <laughs> like it's just I'm, she always she always claims that um he's very hands-on with the kids when he's home do you think that's just she's just putting on about that I think he is very hands-on with the kids when he's yeah. home. And he, she also does mention that he cooks usually, like, okay. dinner. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I'm still consistently pretty surprised every time she posts on YouTube about her doing some major, like, home project. And it's always, yeah. like, the treehouse or, like, mm-hmm. setting up this playground. Or, like, she does a lot of, like, very – it's, like, maybe impressive because I'm lazy and not handsy at all. <laughs> but, not, like yeah. – going to Home Depot and getting all the lumber and like Ben helping out 0% with any right, of Right, right. Yeah, I yeah, just, I, I feel like it's um, unusual. Mm-hmm. Even if he works and she doesn't, you know? Yeah, you're right. It is. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not lazy as a mom, but those kind of projects are like too much. Huge, yeah. On my yeah. own? No way. Yeah, it's not, that, that's the surprise. Yeah, like, yeah. They're big projects and she also does them pretty single-handedly. Yeah. With like yeah. Spurgeon helping her like mm-hmm. stuff. Like, yeah, that's for sure. It's just odd. I mean, I know that like Ben works and I know that it's like, I'm not trying to like discipline them for breaking gender stereotypes, but yeah. I'm just, like noting that in a culture where they're so prominent yeah. and respected, like it's right, just, looking at it from their perspective, how they view women and how they view gender roles. It's surprising. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I mean. You know? Yeah. I mean, obviously we don't feel that way. I mean, just viewing it through their lens. That's, that's where it's surprising. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, like, having been raised in that environment, I would kind of feel... I, but also, it's just, like, shitty to do big projects by yourself. It is really, like, I shitty. I don't like it. Yeah. I like help from a, a adult human and not a toddler, ideally. Yeah, I mean, even if I, like, start something that I think I'm doing by myself, and then if I'm having a hard time, like, I'll get mad if my husband doesn't, like, come and help anyway. Putting so, together IKEA furniture, moving uh, anything. That ain't so. me, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just, yeah. like, famously abhorrent and yeah, unpleasant to you. do. Yeah. yeah. Did we cover our main theories? I think we did. I think, um, uh, obviously, Joy and Austin win this game. They yeah. Every answer. Not surprising. Like, they've been nailing each other hardcore for the past 26 days. Ew. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> Cancel me. Um, <laughs> Um, any other any other final thoughts? I always thought that people who 
thought Ginger looked better as a brunette were like they were like contrarians, but they're absolutely right. Like she looks a hundred percent better as a brunette. I know. She actually I, looked really good as a brunette. I know. I liked everything about that before. I said very sure. long at this point, healthier, dark hair. Mm-hmm. And I think she should go back. Yeah, some people just don't need to go the blonde way. I include myself in this <laughs> because I have not been to a salon in one year and uh, it's I'm not a fan. I think that's good. That's um, that is the counting on season five after show. Everybody who isn't, you know, already following us on Instagram, follow us at Side Hugs Pod. Keep listening to us. Leave us some nice reviews on Apple and some nice stars. We love those. And um, send us. I mean, keep sending us feedback. Yeah. Yeah, all right, sounds good. We will be back next week with another episode. Until then, snark on, Mother Duggers. <laughs>